0: The doctor was asking one of the boys, like, "What are you gonna be for um, Halloween?" He's like, "Uh," he's like, "You ready for trick or treating or something?" He's like, "Ask her." And I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> "Welcome back to Life with games podcast. I'm Emmanuel
0: and I'm Esther.
1: For those that know us." welcome back for those that don't um we are um married we've been (laughs) married for 10 years now um we are the parents of four beautiful ebony children three boys and one girl and this podcast is just us on our journey to make god normal in the everyday stuff of life Um, so for those that have been listening i know you guys Missed us terribly as we did not put out an episode last week (laughs) Um, with season two. We are in a different season of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's uh, a lot more on our plate, a lot more that we are trying to do outside of the podcast. Um, And so it gets challenging to try to turn around an episode every week. Um, So going forward, we will have an episode every other week. Yes. Um so that equals out to about two episodes a month um that we'll be putting out content so you guys can look forward to that um so you'll have an episode this week then we'll take a week off and back on and go on and so forth um because like I said we're just in a different season um with Esther working um I'm coaching basketball uh, one of our kids is playing on the team um we're trying to start off this stewards of children training mm-hmm. um so we will be committing time to preparing for that um we are leaders in our community group at our church um what else are we doing
0: that's it. trying to that's be parents impacted. and husbands <laughs> and wives yeah those are just, those are just the additionals
1: yeah Um, So yeah, so a lot of different stuff going on, Um, but you can be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook um, to keep up with everything that we have going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, We start every episode with my favorite, and this week's question is, what is your favorite 90s
0: sitcom? Hands down, A Different World. Why? I just... I'm, it probably was in a, like, uh, I don't know, fascination with the girls and going to college and being independent and, like, you know, making friends and the cool things they were involved in. And mm-hmm. just, it was just very, like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that. And, like, I just admired them. Um, It was funny. It was lighthearted, but also serious. Um, And it was just an all-black cast. And I think probably that's why I was fascinated with it, because it was one of the few shows outside of Family Matters. And Fresh Prince of... Oh, mm, yeah, yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was another one. Mm. But I'd still say A Different World, just because of the college dynamic.
1: You wanted to emulate that in your life?
0: I did. I don't know. It was just this... I think I focused mainly on, like, the women. And I was just fascinated with how they were able to maneuver through life in mm. their in their individual phases. So, I, I mean, I still love just... Like, if I want to just eat cereal and milk, yeah. I'll probably be watching A Different World. Yeah. Okay, what I'm about so, you? What's your favorite 90s sitcom? Um, I feel like I know it. But,
1: yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can narrow it down to, like, the number one show, um, but definitely one of my favorites, um, Jamie Foxx show. I knew it. I knew it. Because it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it was something new for me. Um, the comedy is hilarious. Um, the I think being a teenager, it was... Um, I don't want to say it was borderline risky, but, like, it, it was, was more adult-themed. Yeah. Um, But it was still done in a funny and somewhat family-friendly manner. And then just the music, because I'm a lover of music, so all the episodes mm. where he's singing with the jingles and the songs and everything else. Um, Yeah, so I would say That's Jamie Foxx nice. show and then... Close second third would probably be Fresh Prince and the Cosby Show, maybe. I'm trying yeah. to think what else was what else was out in the nineties that we used to watch? Um
0: Well, I just realized like a different world than Cosby Show were technically in the eighties.
1: It was like early 90s.
0: They were maybe. like late 80s, mid 80s, late 80s. And then they kind of carried over into the 90s. Yeah. Um, in the 90s, I feel like that's when you had your TGI Friday shows.
1: Yeah. Family Matters, Full House. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was Step that? by Step. Step by Step. Uh, your Nickelodeon shows, Are You Afraid mm-hmm. of the Dark? All and that. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah but i would still if anybody wants to get me the jamie fox series (laughs) because i still go on youtube and watch the clips of the show and all that stuff watch Um,
0: anything jamie fox
1: yeah i wouldn't say he's my favorite actor but he's he's up there yeah yeah
0: cool i'm glad i know you because i was like i hope i'm not wrong because i if i'm wrong you're just I'm wrong. way it's off. Okay. Yeah, but as much as you watch him, <laughs> I'm like, what? But anyway, besides the point. So, um, tonight's episode is...
1: This week's episode.
0: Or no, this week's, the next two weeks' episodes, right? No. This episode okay, is This about. episode. <laughs> 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 so, on tonight, we're going to talk about... Um, how to make God normal in our family traditions and specifically around the holidays. So the most recent holiday that has passed was Halloween. And um, for us in our household, we don't celebrate it. And we're kind of going to where we have been, where we are, and maybe where we're going with that. But we were on the way home. I picked up the wish from school. We were on the way home. It was the day after Halloween and um I know the following week or Sunday I don't know but anyway the boys were talking in the background and one of them was like I can't believe so-and-so went trick-or-treating and um I don't usually listen to the conversation but there's certain points where I feel like my ear just becomes a magnet to the back seat and I hear him and I'm like um why can't you believe they went trick-or-treating but he's like because they said they that they love god with all of their heart and i was just like oh snap like (laughs) 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 and so i tried my best to lean into the holy spirit and look at it from a standpoint of not yes or no halloween but more so um permissible beneficial or I don't even think it was that it was there you're going to meet many people who do love the Lord with all of their heart and will do things that you don't do or will act certain ways or participate in things that are different from what you participate in like does that mean that they don't love God with all of their heart you just have to be mindful of like not being self-righteous like I love God with all my heart and I don't, you know, trick or treat. So I don't know what's up with you. like.
1: <laughs> yeah. And legalistic. Le- uh, right. I, I think that was definitely um, the word that came to mind. Yeah. when I heard those comments. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause we can, well, well we're there. So go ahead yeah. and jump in.
0: Um, And so I think in those moments, whether it's Halloween, whether it's, tradition that your child may see another family participate in or holiday that that they don't participate in i think it's one important to lean into the holy spirit um to get wisdom because you have to think about the age you have to think about the maturity level you have to think about what where does the word of god apply to this like how do i maneuver that in the midst of talking to this blank year old child Mm. to where they understand Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it really showed me like Esther, are you solid in what you believe about everything? Um, are you solid? Are you able to communicate clearly to your kids why you do things and why you don't? Like, are they able to articulate for themselves why you do things and why you don't? Because we went to the doctor's office and that was another moment when, the doctor was asking one of the boys, like, what are you going to be for um, Halloween? And he was like, uh... He was like, you ready for trick-or-treating or something? He was like, ask her. And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like so ask my
1: mama. I don't know.
0: I was like, in my head, like, part of me was like, boy, we ain't never been trick-or-treating. But then the other part of me was like, they can't articulate why or why not. Like mm-hmm. they just look at me as, as is something my mama said, we we're not doing, you know what I mean? And that mama was like, we
1: can't go. So we can't go.
0: Yeah. That was when the those. Esther, you need to train some more moments, but I had no problem saying like, we don't do it to the doctor. He understood, but it's just, yeah. So, so,
1: so let's backtrack a little bit. So, um, Like she said, we don't, we've never celebrated Halloween with our children. Um, But prior to that, for us individually growing up, we never went trick-or-treating, like in our own families. Um, And we had talked about, I know for me, um, we didn't go because my dad was a preacher and he didn't um, see anything godly i guess about celebrating halloween and so we were in church at hallelujah night every october 31st hallelujah. um being bored out of our minds and hoping that one year we'd get out early enough and he'd <laughs> say yeah you guys can go but that never happened um so yeah so for my family like we never went um because my dad said so um What about you? Why are you tell the people? I know why, but you tell the people.
0: I mean, we didn't go. I don't remember ever being distinctly verbalized like this holiday celebrates the devil or anything like that. But it was just understood. Like, I mean, I've only been to what they call harvest nights. Mm. And that was when I was younger, dressed up as an angel or dressed (laughs) up like (laughs) Little Mary. (laughs) Yeah, like it was that was it. Um, other than that, like, I think I went to a sleepover for Halloween once, and we didn't do good things to our neighbor's house. Oh, uh,
1: that's when you TP'd neighbor, your Yeah, we like there. Bad. <laughs> See? you talking about me, no, Look out for her.
0: But again, I think there it was just a, an understanding we don't do Halloween, so we're not going to open the doors when people knock for candy. We're going to turn the lights off. We're not going to say anything. We're not going trick or treating because that's not a a godly holiday mm. type thing. Um, so either we stay in the house and don't interact with anybody outside, or we go to a Halloween night. But that stopped when I was like upper elementary. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I remember like sometimes like having to go to school the next day with. Mm. All your friends got like just bags of candy <laughs> and you ain't got nothing. Now you got a few little pieces you got from church the night before. It was
0: Yeah. And see, that's the difference too. Like I went to private school, Christian school.
1: Yeah, so they true. had
0: an emphasis that Halloween definitely wasn't in the picture, but they did have like harvest, but nobody was bragging about what they wore. I mean, we knew some kids who did do Halloween, mm-hmm. but it was hush hush because of the school church I went to
1: yeah so yeah so since that was our background, um, we kind of just carried that forward with our children um and I think early on, um the church that we were a part of um like the way that they taught on Halloween, they got more into the background of it and the uh the darkness surrounding the holiday. And I think with that influence, um, like we just took a hard, uh, drew a hard line in saying, you know, our children won't partake of this. Um, And I think initially it was um, maybe because I felt like it was a evil holiday or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think as I've grown, um, especially, well, right now we're just talking about halloween so with halloween um like i see it as every day is the lord's like this day is no different it is a gift of god um there is nothing um evil about dressing kids up in superhero costumes or whatever and knocking on doors and getting candy like so that's that's not what i'm saying um we're just saying there are a lot of other things connected to Halloween that we don't agree with. And so we just choose not to up to this point to partake of it as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's not to cast judgment on anybody else that does. Um, A lot of our friends do. We got family that does it Um, just for us. Like we just choose not to um, partake of the, trick-or-treating aspect of it um but i know last year we definitely took advantage of the post halloween sales when all the costumes were 50 and 60 percent off and we went and got a bunch of costumes and if y'all saw esther's insta story recently (laughs) um you saw the kids are still rocking them superhero outfits um so yeah so that's uh i guess a little bit of background as to why we weren't or haven't been haven't celebrated up to date
0: And I think with that particular holiday, um, like you said, there are certain aspects of it that are very dark. Um, But as we have grown, I just, I think for me, it's kind of like a thing. We're the only country that celebrates it. Like Mm. I work in a place where I interact with a lot of people who are from different countries and when I see and talk to them about it because it's around, they're like, yeah, there's nothing like this at home. We don't do this, only Americans do it. And so it's just like, I would love for our kids to have this international understanding of that, and mm. plus other holidays. And then too, like I was telling you the other day, like common sense, Halloween makes no sense to me. Like you tell your kids, don't take food or drinks or candy from anybody that you don't know.
1: Stranger danger.
0: But then on this one night, not only can you do that, but you can go to a whole bunch of different people. <laughs> like put
1: on a mask so don't nobody know who you are. I I'm run around like, in the dark when usually got to be in by the streetlights.
0: Right? It's just so. I'm just. It just confuses me. And I'm like, see, Halloween was a predecessor for Uber, like, never getting anybody's car that you don't know, well, unless you're paying them, then you can't, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just some common sense with that, and some cultural difference, it's just, I, I, we choose not to, and mm-hmm. I think if we just, like I was telling you about the radio hosts, just make a disassociation. You can get candy and dress up any other day of the year if you want to, mm-hmm. like, it's okay.
1: Yeah. I think one thing that, um, like having these discussions with you and um, even having to field some of these questions from the kids, um, one thing to realize, like it exposes where our faith or where our convictions are shallow and yeah. shakable about certain Weak. topics. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, we've been making this decision every year to participate in this or not participate in this mm-hmm. um, but when our kids ask why like do we have a Ooh. legit answer <laughs> right <laughs> It's not one of those because we said so right. Um, and so it has shown us um, kind of where some of our convictions are shaken and some stuff we have evaluated and um, adjusted our stance, adjusted our view on certain things um but i think that's the beauty of having kids because i think some of these discussions um we would never have no. if we didn't have children right um so i think it's healthy for us to um be challenged in that way um yeah. whether it's christmas and santa claus or <laughs> halloween and mask um i think it's good for children to be able to ask why and if we don't have an answer to be able to wrestle through um why we do what we do
0: yeah and kind of just to clarify we want to not just make god normal in our holiday traditions but just traditions in general Mm -hmm. Um, your family might do something every year or there might be an heirloom or there might be birthdays yeah like whatever the tradition i think it's important to like evaluate it as believers as believing parents through the lens of how do we make god normal in this how do we when we say make god normal like how do we bring him into this Mm -hmm. how does it show that he is a part of everything um And he is over everything and in everything like the scripture talks about. So that's what we mean when we say make God normal in traditions.
1: Yeah. And I think um, kind of transitioning, um, because I know we wanted to kind of bring the word into it. Right. We're making God normal. Um, (laughs) So oh, did you write the name of the book that we were looking at? I did not. Yes, you did. You wrote it right here. Um, So we've had this book. I don't even know how long <laughs> um but when we realized we we're going to talk about this topic uh, I was like wait we have a book about that um so there's this book called Treasuring God in Our Traditions um by Noel Noel Piper um John Piper's wife and um I think i had read a page or two when we first got it and then it sat on a shelf and so we pulled it out and dusted it off um uncrinkled the pages mm-hmm. um and in it one thing that um Stood out was well, there's a lot, but one thing in particular, um, was they referenced or she referenced, um, Exodus 12. Um, and I'll just read it, it says, Moses displays his under, or wait, this is See, just a quote, yeah, okay, okay, you just quoted from the book, gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna read this quote from the book. Um, Moses displays his understanding of the nature of children and the responsibility of parents. Um, it says, and when your children say to you, what do you mean by this service? You shall say it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, for he has passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt. Um, then the rest of the quote says Moses assumes children will ask why. And he instructs parents to give an answer that speaks of the reality. Um, and so kind of as we were saying earlier with when children ask why, um, as we are celebrating, whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, um, whatever traditions we have, um, be already thinking of the why behind what you do. Um, Because ultimately as parents, our job is to point our arrows back to God. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one reason we are on this um, journey to make God normal is that If we can show them how God is involved in every aspect of their lives, um, then it makes them that much more attractive. Like life is better with God. Um, Yeah, he's real. Like he's not just compartmentalized to one Sunday service or small group. Um, And some song just popped in. Esther said, Jesus
0: uh, is real. I know. Go
1: ahead. The Lord is real. To me, yeah. Um, So, yeah. So if our aim is to um, make God real, make him normal in the everyday stuff of life, um, then we have to take advantage of every opportunity that we have to point our children back to God. And I think having family traditions, um, whether it's through holidays or non-holidays, um, it gives us that much more opportunity and allows us to put extra emphasis on on God um and so being able to field the question of why so with um thanksgiving right we don't um <laughs> <laughs> agree with <laughs> agree with the holiday right is is basically a holiday about mass murder um but it is we take this opportunity to bring God into it um by part of it is making every november is a um Thanksgiving, like there's an extra emphasis on being grateful, being thankful. Mm -hmm, Um, So in the past, yeah, we've had, um, was it a tree of thanks or what do you call it?
0: The thankful tree.
1: The thankful tree um, where at dinnertime or throughout the day, um, write a little note and put it on the tree. um, Just cataloging everything that we're thankful for. Everybody participates um, and understanding that like all of these things that we're thankful for are gifts From God God Um, provided for them. Yeah, and so that's one way that we bring God into um, the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, And so when our children ask us why we celebrate Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. um, because especially as they're in school and learning about um, the real, well, they probably don't learn about the real story, but we tell them the real story of Thanksgiving. (laughs) um, Then they're able to ask us like so why do we celebrate it this way and we're able to point them to our maker right um and another thing that she said in the book um was uh pointing are not just being for the children right what does she say
0: traditions it's- are not just for the children they're for the adults because we have to understand when you look at was it deuteronomy um I think it's, I might be Exodus. I think it's Deuteronomy when um, it's talking about reflection and, you know, what God has done. It's speaking to the adults. And there's a specific part in the scripture that says, um, to you adults, not your children who know and who have seen the goodness of the Lord. And so, like, we as adults, we have a longer, more deep, history with the god that we're you know sharing with our kids and so those traditions are really for us to be reminded Mm. of what god has done of history and as we are participating in those traditions we are bringing along our legacy so that they too can ask what mean these stones yeah and um we we be able to tell them. So it's almost and that makes sense in like African culture, African American culture in terms of storytellers. Mm. Like these people told history of what, you know, the great things that were accomplished and who was this and what did they do so that it's a reminder to themselves, but also it gives hope to those kids who are listening, or those adults who are in the story time circle, um, whatever the case may be, because it's like, man, I come from greatness. So as believers, man, I come from greatness. Like Mm. God has been great in my family. He's been great with my people. Um, And so I think a lot of times we might put traditions, we say we do traditions for the sake of the kids, and we kind of like, you know, do this cute, maybe superficial stuff. Mm. But maybe if we had the mindset of let me sit and reflect and think. Yeah, it might be we might be more intentional. I don't know.
1: Yeah, because I think um, with that, um, one thing that like I've is, is clear throughout scripture is like God knows that we're forgetful people. <laughs> All right, we we constantly forget um, I think it's like Psalm 78 where it just walks through God did this the people forgot God did this did this did this the people forgot and mm-hmm. rebelled and God did this and they forgot um, so it's like we are constantly forgetting and so he tells us like he gives us examples um, with Moses and Joshua like every time they every time the Lord delivered them or whatever like set up these stones as a remembrance um, yeah and it's the The same way um, with holidays and with traditions that we can use them as pillars um, to say, let's reflect and remember what God did. Um, And even made me think about um, I think we did it maybe the first year, but we didn't do it last year or this year, Um, but like moving into our house. Um, I think that first year, oh, our yeah. first anniversary, like we took a moment just to reflect yeah. on the story of how everything happened and what is what not <laughs> yeah um, and even now, like i mean it's um I mean we moved in, it would have been the beginning of November, so just over a week ago, three years ago, um we moved into our new home, and like home. i think it's it's healthy for us to pause and To reflect on everything that happened Mm -hmm. during that time, because taking a moment to reflect like that has. It will cause our hearts to overflow with Thanksgiving because Mm -hmm. we know what God did and now we can bring our children Mm -hmm. into that and say, hey, this is. Like we celebrate this house, we celebrate you know, God giving us this house, you know, X many years ago or on this anniversary yeah. because we want to take a minute to remember who God is and what He's done and that He's good. Um, and so we can do that whether it's with a house anniversary, whether it's with um, um, like maybe somebody coming home from the hospital, mm-hmm. um, whatever it may be. I saw like-
0: somebody do that today, there it wasn't their gotcha day, it was their come home day or something because their child had been through a very serious ordeal when they were born.
1: Mm, I and, understand uh,
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. So like, once again, like just taking a moment in time and using it as a pillar, a stone to point our hearts back to God. Um, and I think that's what traditions allow us to do. And I think that's what God calls us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so it's yeah needed for us as adults, yeah um, because we oh, are oh, so the crazy. first- the first partakers of this faith, and as our children see it, um they should come to want to know the God of their parents yeah. and make him their own Because um, one thing that um I've always said and always heard is like, God ain't got no grandchildren. And so like we can't (laughs) grandfather, (laughs) we can't grandfather them into our faith. But what we can do is continually show them our God and his goodness and pray that the Lord would do his salvation work and bring them in. Um, But yeah, so it's up to Mm. us to put before them and then trust that God will
0: bring them into the kingdom. I was, yeah, I was thinking about a lot related to that today. And I was like, I need to make a wall of remembrance mm. with our list for the house to just other things, just to frame stuff and put it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a scripture. What is it? First Corinthians 10. You want to read that? Uh, or should I? And then no. you can kind of break it down.
1: Yeah, I don't want to read the whole thing. Oh. Um, but it's the passage that we are referencing is first Corinthians 10, um, verse 23 through 33. So it's 10 verses and we're not going to, um, <laughs> there's a couple of verses that. we're going to read. Yeah. There's a couple that we'll read. Um, you going to read them or am I? Um,
0: this verse 23 is my dear friend's favorite verse. And because of her passion for Jesus and just her story, like this verse is, really been ingrained in my head but it says all things are lawful but not all things are helpful all things are lawful but not all things build up Um, I think is that the same in terms of oh no no that's not that that's not the verse I was referring to but she has like talked about this often but just having wisdom with our freedom like we have free will right We can do as we want, as we please, whatever. But is it really good to do what we want as we please? (laughs) Especially as adults um, who are married and then who are married and have kids, like doing what we want as we want, as we please, like has rippling effects. Mm. And so it impacts the people. Around us, close to us, our kids. And so I think when we think about traditions and holidays, like we can do whatever we want. Like we can, you know, eggnog it up, all the kids. Like, <laughs> like that's probably not lawful, but um I mean, we could just do things that are not necessarily connected to our faith, like our discussion last night. But is it wise to do that? We
1: had that? a whole argument. <laughs> about (laughs) nothing
0: a faux argument a faux
1: argument initially i didn't want to argue but you kept egging me on so i was like all right let's get into it okay yes you did i do like arguing i know that's why i kept going i was like because i was just joking i just made a statement but then you started coming up with all these points i was like oh we going we going there
0: all right well i got point a subtopic one i still
1: think i won though
0: Let's go to the word. What's the (laughs) (laughs) next verse?
1: Yeah. So then it goes on to say in verse 24, um, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Um, And so as we think about holidays, um, like understanding like our children are considered our neighbor as well. Um, And so as we are celebrating holidays um, and we initially when we're looking at this passage i was thinking specifically of halloween um and so the question came up um like if we are seeking the good of our neighbor we're seeking the good of our children um like initially in the first five or six years of um our children's lives um we were i think we were either at church or in the house i don't remember um at church um and then couple years we were at home on Halloween. Um and the question that I was forced to challenge myself with is um is that seeking their good. Like is it um is it their best interest to stay at home um on Halloween, lights off, don't answer the door, don't pass out candy, don't go trick-or-treating. Um, is that in their best interest um and
0: they're being who our children because you're looking at this from the, okay
1: yeah yeah because we, if we're seeking if we're called to yeah, seek yeah, the yeah. good of our children um is it are we seeking their good when we just lock them in the house and say we're not celebrating Christmas or we're not celebrating Halloween because you know it's evil or whatever Counter argument
0: um, though counter argument. Are we seeking their good when we go to church like you did?
1: We can be, but let me finish my
0: point. (laughs) Um,
1: So the point I'm trying to make is um, like being willing to ask that question um, because like for me, um, I don't know how much good it did for me to be in church as a child on Halloween um, because definitely don't remember anything. I would just remember being upset that I wasn't getting candy. Um, but like, if we're talking about bringing God into this story, like the best thing that we could, we could do for our children could be for us to sit on the front porch and pass out candy to our neighbors. Um, like allowing them to see our face connecting with our neighbors and the kids in our neighborhood. Um, like that could be us seeking the good for our children. Um, as opposed to just locking them in the house because just lock them in the house. Um, don't know what good that could do other than maybe just shielding them or protecting them from any potential bad stuff that could happen. I feel like that, Or worked. you could bring them into the story and say, Hey, we want to, we're going to pass out candy this year because we want to um, pray for opportunities to, start building and connecting with our neighbors and being a light to our neighbors.
0: I'm going to say like, how does passing out candy on the porch, according to verse 31, how can that be done to the glory of God?
1: Okay. Take a little scripture to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm Uh, laughing, but that is like a good idea. I mean, people have done
1: done. it. You've had um, like people doing like little prayer tents and stuff. And, um, uh, sometimes it could just be, you know, getting the name of the kid that we always see down the street, mm-hmm. but we've never been able to connect with him or his parents or whatever. Um,
0: wait, there's a kid we haven't, I Are mean, oh, you just, that's just sorry. an
1: example, but I know there are children <laughs> further down our street, um, oh, okay. yeah. that we see at random times. Um, so yeah, so it could be done to the glory of God in the same way. Like we could, they could dress up as superheroes and walk around the neighborhood and knock on doors and get candy. And it can be done to the glory of God.
0: It can be, but the common sense to me is like, why? But that's just Esther. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah. And so, um, so those three passages are 23, 24 and 31. Um, just came up and as I was reading it um, in the I don't even know what version of the Bible. It was um, one of my study Bibles um, in it and reflecting on that whole passage in twenty three through thirty three. Um, I said one of the key principles in this passage is honoring what most promotes the gospel. Mm. Um, so as we are building traditions, as we are celebrating holidays, um, just asking ourselves. Um, are we establishing things that most promote the gospel? Um, So going back to the example with Halloween, you know, staying inside versus passing out candy or dressing up. um, Like, can we better promote the gospel, meaning bring God into the story? um,
0: Turn hearts towards Christ.
1: Turn hearts towards Christ, whether it be our neighbors, like, out there or our neighbors in the house with our children, Um, can that be better served locking them in the house or on the front porch or out passing out candy or at a church service, whatever, like these are questions we have to be willing to ask. Um, And so it's like what most promotes the gospel with whatever tradition Mm -hmm. that you have. Um, So, yeah, so providing space for the gospel and for our hearts to turn towards Jesus is the aim so we should be asking ourselves with um every holiday two questions with every tradition that we have um what are those questions
0: why do you celebrate certain holidays or not celebrate them sorry really three questions um well like why you know, why do or do you not celebrate certain holidays or perform certain traditions that might be mainstream or cultural. Mm -hmm. Um, And then how can you bring the gospel into the traditions you do have, or how can you make God normal in the traditions you do have, or how can you best promote the gospel in the traditions you do have? And I feel like some listeners might be like, this is so God heavy and gospel heavy and, Oh, that said my word. I've said it the whole episode. That's all we got. Um, life, death, resurrection of Jesus heavy. But that's who we are. And um, I feel often in making God normal. But that is the aim in which we're trying to promote this podcast in our kids' hearts. And so um, I think it's funny because prior to our previous ministry, the language... Was always separated, like what do you mean? um making God normal in my schoolwork. I just better do my schoolwork so I can get good grades. You know what I mean, like mm. making God normal in my after aftercare job. I just need to work so I can get paid. Like, <laughs> mm. like prior it's compartmentalized. To, yes, I didn't think about integrity. I didn't think about whatever my hands find to do, do it as unto the Lord, not to man. I didn't think about any of that prior to our previous church, which I'm very grateful for because it kind of, it showed me, well, like, God is in everything. Yeah. If we are to be called his, if we're claiming him anyway. And I think that's where this discussion is necessary because I feel like believers, we sometimes still do compartmentalize with family traditions and holiday traditions
1: yeah yeah and i do want to add one um i don't know what the definition of caveat is but it sounds like it'd be the fit word (laughs) so i want to add one caveat um that um like she said like yes this is very um gospel centric on purpose um but it is not a um Formula it is not um like we're not saying like you have to be legalistic and strict with right. everything that you do, like you can't have fun or whatever um because in part of our <laughs> argument last night, I told her like every year you gonna hear the chipmunk Christmas in our house, like that's part of my tradition, it ain't got nothing to do with Jesus, uh, but that's part of my thing since a child, so we're not saying like take out all the fun and everything's got to be, you know, Jesus focused and whatever. Um, But just taking small moments, like taking advantage of those moments in some way to point hearts, to point our hearts, our children's hearts, our family's hearts um, back to God. Um, But we're not saying you can't have fun and enjoy the holidays or enjoy birthday parties or whatever. Um, So please don't listen to this episode and walk away (laughs) with, you know.
0: Y'all dry. Yeah, y'all
1: dry. Y'all uptight. No, like we like to have fun um, and all that good stuff. Um, So, yes, I just wanted to add that caveat. And I'll Google caveat and see if I use it in the right context. I
0: think. I think we've come to this place, too, because of honesty. Yeah. Um, when we talk with our kids, we're honest about, like, when Santa Claus first came on the scene, <laughs> we were so honest that some playground conversations were hurtful to other kids, but not because they were rude, but it was just like.
1: My mom had already told me Jesus ain't real. Jesus? I mean, Santa Claus. <laughs> see? I'm so saved, I can't even can't even say Santa Claus name.
0: But yeah, I think in all of these holidays, we've been honest with them about, you know, Santa Claus, about Valentine's Day. We've been honest in terms of this is what you will see, what most people think it's about, Valentine's Day or Fourth of July or Thanksgiving. This is what factually it is and then spiritually this is why
1: we celebrate the way we do
0: <clears throat> right so we've been honest on their level of course those conversations will develop as they grow older mm-hmm. um, but I think that's how why it's been help. like that's why we can have fun because we know or they know the truth
1: yeah yeah so we ain't no squares invite us to your holiday parties
0: <clears throat>
1: if the food is good
0: bad as bad as me
1: that's you said last time i know um yes we're particular about our food um
0: you more than me but anyway more than i
1: but yeah so we just want to come and give this episode um and just challenge us all to be intentional with the traditions that we build with our family um and see where we can use those opportunities to uh, be reminded of god's goodness Mm -hmm. because he is good he is faithful um whether it is um on halloween on thanksgiving on birthdays on 4th of july weddings, weddings anniversaries. um whatever it is like there is reason to give thanks to point our hearts back to god um because he's good he all that um Why? because i can it's our podcast i can say what i want um
0: we need to go back to that scripture <laughs> First Corinthians.
1: <laughs> Whatever. All right, y'all. We getting tired. We starting to get loopy. So we're going to end this podcast. Um Be sure to follow us on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Life With Gains Podcast. Um, You can follow us on Facebook at Life With Gains Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Life With Underscore Emmanuel,
0: And you can follow me at two aiming four arrows, the number two, the number four.
1: Don't forget, um, going forward, episodes are coming out every other week. Um, so enjoy this, share it with your friends, um, help us out. When we make these posts on Instagram, feel free to share them, repost them, like them, comment on them, all that good jazz. We wanna engage with our listeners. Um, so let us know how we're doing. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform that you follow us on. So on that note, I am Emmanuel
0: and I'm Esther. Join us next time as we journey to make God normal and help others build a life
1: with with games.